Yes, 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 people. Woo! Finally, MMA is back. And man, it's a good weekend. We got LFA on the Friday, UFC on the Saturday. So let's get this popping off, people. Okay, so kicking off the week's end of fights is LFA 121. So, people, actually, right, this is the fifth anniversary for the old LFA. You know what I mean? It has been doing its thing for a while now. So, yeah, fifth anniversary, and this is the um, 111th event. Man, they have really been doing their thing, right? Really been doing their thing. So, uh, yeah, big things. Now, unfortunately... This card has definitely been rocked by, um, you know, issues, right? It has is changed several times, and we have a new main event, but still got six very solid fights. You know, we've got um a few people making their promotional debut, and then some returning vets. All right, so it starts off in the heavyweight division we have got Jacory Savage against Stitu Senga 4 I feel that's how you say it all right so um yeah Jacory Savage he is 4 and 1 He's currently four and one. And uh, yeah, this is his pro debut. It's his pro debut and his LFA debut as well. But you know what I mean? He he lost his debut, but won all his fights since and won them all via finishes. Like um TKOs and knockouts to be precise, people. You know what I mean? And not all for like hey, he, he's gone to second and third rounds as well. So uh, you know, that's definitely a good thing. And he's going up against Situ uh Sengahur, right? Who is two and oh, you know, another undefeated. Um yeah, he's had two pro fights, right? Two pro fights, Gladiator Challenge. Um, both of those were stoppages as well. Uh, so, yeah, both making their LFA debut. I will say it is looking like Savage has um, more experience. Right now, anything is possible when it comes to the heavyweights, but I'm gonna say that uh, Savage, um, he probably has the edge in this one, right? So we drop all the way down. That that's our sole heavyweight fight on the card. 
Um, so yeah, we dropped down to the featherweights. We have Jonathan against Avner Boyanzavov. Right. Um, so yeah, with this one, Fam, he is currently four and two on a two-fight win streak. You know what I mean? Um so yeah, this is his pro debut for Legacy, though he fought on um two cards as an amateur. Right? So uh yeah, you know, he 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 has tasted what it's like to be in the arena and all of that, right? But um not on TV. Not on Actually, I tell a lie. He did fight LFA ninety three. So yeah, um, that was a loss, though. Right. So um, yeah, this will he be looking to turn things around? Right. So um, he's had a couple of wins via KO. Uh, the other wins were um decisions. All right. So. Uh, yeah, now he's stepping in there against, you know, Ivanor Boyanzavorov, who is a 2 0, 2 0 Tiger Muay Thai. And yeah, this will be some, you know, first time at Legacy. He has an extensive kickboxing and Muay Thai, Muay Thai, Muay Thai background. Uh, you know, he's fought a few times on Glory. You know, um, so yeah, he won't be the first Glory kickboxer to venture over into MMA. But it looks like this will be his third MMA fight. Right, so um, can he, you know, follow in the footsteps of some of his peers who have really been tearing it up? Now he's two MMA fights, first round stoppages, first round stoppages. So, you know what? I think I'm gonna, yeah, I, I think I'm gonna give him. The edge against fam, you know. I don't know why, but yeah, I I, I think I'm gonna give him the edge against fam. But boy, it, it's gonna be an interesting fight for sure. You know what I mean, so uh, next up, people, we drop down to the bantamweight division. Our first of two. So we've got Isaiah Gutierrez against Creston Grotten. Okay, so uh, Gutierrez. Oh, no, actually, let's go to Grotten first. He is six and five, uh, coming off a win in his last fight, which was a decision over Michael Billups. Okay, so um, 
Yeah, this is his second fight for Legacy. He last was there at uh, Legacy 38, right? Uh, which was a loss to Mark De La Rosa. Now, so that was February 2015. You know, so... It's not, you know, it, it, like, yeah, they've just really been killing it with the events lately. So, yeah, it, it seems like it was an, a long-ass time ago, but not that long ago. Uh, it looks like submissions are um, his preference when it comes to finishing a fight, right? Because he's, he's grabbed a rear naked and a triangle and an armbar, you know? So, yeah, that, that's how he has been doing his thing. And, yeah, he, he definitely will be wanting to put together a bit of a run. Because it's just win-lose, win-lose, you know? So, um, yeah, he's going to be coming to, uh, yeah, put some hurting on Gutierrez. But Gutierrez, he is... Six and one coming on a two fight win streak, right? So, um, yeah, and the interesting thing they do have a shared opponent in Evers Anderson, right? So, uh, yeah, Groton Gorton lost to Anderson, whereas Gutierrez he won that fight. So uh, that's definitely going to be a little bit of an advantage that I'm, I'm sure he's going to bring in. He um, is, you know, Gutierrez has also fought on Bellator. He's had a win there. So he knows what it's like to be on a bigger kind of card in front of, you know, the cameras, the lights, all of that jazz. All right. So his sole loss came in February 2018. Right. Um, and he's, you know, he's mixed up the wins. He's got um, knockouts, decisions, and submissions. So, yeah, I, I, I think Gutierrez, he's definitely coming in with the momentum, you know, definitely coming in with the momentum. So I'm, 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 I'm feeling that, yeah, he's probably. I picked him for the win, but uh, who knows, people, right? Who the fuck knows? All right, so uh, next up, we uh, continue in the bantamweight division, and we've got Alden Correa against Michael Sia. Okay, so um, Sia, he is a free and O. Free and O right now, right? Now, his last fight was um, November last year. Had our first round, a rear naked choke, which uh, nothing to slouch at. I mean, he fought uh, another time in 2021 and uh, got a win by a knockout. All right, so, um, and the year before it was a sub, so, yeah, he, he's able to mix it up, rid naked choke 
looks to be sub of choice, you know. So have that, and uh, yeah, Alden Coria, he's five and zero on a ten fight win streak when you factor in those uh, amateur amateur fights, All right? So um, yeah, you know he's. Definitely riding, definitely riding that high. He's um, mixing it up with the submissions. Guillotine, Van Fluke, rear naked, you know, triangles, arm bars. So he's got an arsenal, has got an arsenal. Um, he's had um, a win via uh, TKO, right? That was... March last year, then uh, his other, you know, 2021 fight, he won Von Guillotine. So, uh, yeah, he's definitely coming in with the advantage, I'd say, Courier. So, yeah, I feel, I feel, you know what I mean, early on. Now, a lot can change because you're training and you're really doing your thing. But yeah, I'm going to say Korea, Korea for the win there. Then we go to our co-main event. So at featherweight, we've got Elijah Jones against Brandon Phillips. So pretty boy Phillips. He is eight and four coming off a loss in his last fight which was against Aaron McKenzie, who was due to initially headline this card. Uh, It was a decision one. That was at LFA 104, right, in April last year. Uh, He did have a kickboxing fight after that, which um, he lost by a decision. yeah, he, he's mixed in a lot of kickboxing. He's had a boxing fight as well. You know, I, mean? I respect that. Being varied and all of that jazz. But, um, yeah, you know, he, he's got some fights. One via TKO, right? And he's got a, a couple of submissions. So not someone to sleep on for sure, but he's going up against Elijah Phillips, who is seven and two. He's also coming in off of a loss, right, which was at LFA 102 against Bruno Souza, who is, um, I think so, I feel Souza is the current, uh, champion, right? He's a current champion that I also think has just I believe he's um, signed with Bellator. I believe that's so. I might be I might have um, got my peoples mixed up but I, I, I think that's correct. Well, we will see. <laughs> we will, uh, yeah, we will see people. But, uh, yeah, Jones is, um, you know, he he's uh, mixed up those wins, 
right? TKOs, um, got a, a good few of those. Got a good few of those, so we know he's got the power. You know, he's been, uh, yeah, a mainstay at LFA, fought um, three times in 2019 for them, fought in 2020 a couple of times. You know, so he's been busy, he's been doing his thing. Um, yeah, I, I, I think he's probably coming in with a bit more bounce than Phillips, possibly. But both of their last fights were against top talent. So this is going to be an interesting one. I feel I'm going to give the edge to Jones. I feel I'm going to give the edge to Jones. And now our new main event is a welterweight clash between Chris Brown and Steve Jones. All right? So, uh, yeah, Jones, he comes in on an 8-2 and two record. He uh, lost the last fight. So he's definitely going to be fired up to, um, you know what I mean, get a better result. Uh, that was at LFA 102. You know, he lost to Nikolai Verentrikov. Right, that took place in March last year. Before that, though, you know what I mean, he'd been uh, run, riding a... Uh, Six fight win streak, not bad, not bad at all. The first two of those wins, TKOs. Then after that, it went via decision. So, yeah, definitely known to slouch at. Uh, but he's going up against a breezy, oh Chris Brown. Who is seven and three? He's on a two-fight win streak, though. Two-fight win streak. Fights out of Jackson Wink. So great camp. His last win was that crazy slam at LFA one thirteen, right against um, Glacio Elizario, right. And that was in July last year. Huge win. Before that, he fought LFA 104, beat Kelvin Rayford, right? That was April last year. So really, yeah, keeping it going. Definitely keeping it going. Um, yeah, fought LFA a few times. But, um, yeah, you know, he, he's got a few knockouts, right? He, he can definitely land hands. And I think he's, he's coming in with the advantage. Although, he did miss weight. So, you know, not the best. Not the best. And it does give you a bit of an advantage. You know what I mean? It, it does do that. But, yeah. We will, we will see what happens. But definitely, people, a um, a fun card to lead us into this weekend. 
and just get us back on that MMA train, people. Okay, people, so our first UFC event of the year, USBN on ESP, UFC on ESPN 32. Whew, bit of a tongue twister, that one. And boy, there's been... Man, there's been a lot happening with this card. Fights rescheduled, COVID injuries. It's been a lot jumping in the way, but we still got 10 solid fights. Great fights. You know, we have got some debuts from, boy, motherfuckers that really lit up the last contender series. You know what I mean? We have, man, there's a lot going down. It's a fun one. I think it's Brendan Fitzgerald and Michael Bisbing on the call. I think, right? But, boy, it's a decent way to start the week and lead us into the first pay-per-view next week. So, people, uh, let us take a look at this card. All right, people. So, amongst our 10 fights on this card... You know what I mean? We do have a couple of fighters on the main card who, um, you know what I mean? A loss could be the end. You never know, right? But a lot of times, three losses and that's it. You know what I mean? And so, yeah, we've got a couple of fighters in that predicament. So, first up, in our featured bout, right? We've got Brandon Royville against Rogerio uh, Bontarine. And, you know what I mean? Raw dog Brandon Royville. He's, hey, he's exciting as fuck, right? He's 12 and 6, and he's coming off two losses. Now, here's the thing. I will say, those two losses, hey, the first one was that, oh, man, it was a great fight. You know, UFC 255, Figueroa v. Perez against Brandon Moreno, the current champ, right? That, it, was, it was great. It was a great fight, but Moreno got that first round finish. And then after that, he lost to um, Alexandra Pontasia, who was going to get the title shot, right? But due to injury, that's why we're getting Moreno Figueredo free, you know? Um, so, yeah, two very good opponents, very good opponents that he, he lost to. So, you know what I mean? It, it, there's, there's no shame in that, but a third loss... He doesn't want that. He does not want that. But, hey, he is super exciting. You know, he uh, came via the LFA, right? Got a triangle choke over Tim Elliott, who has been on a resurgence of late. So another great win. And also Kai Cara France, right? Who... um. I do believe Cara France's next fight is 
a contender fight, right? So the winner will get the next shot. I believe that's the case. So uh, two very good wins, right, to start off his UFC career. And then he uh, got Moreno and Pantasia. So, uh, you know, he not, definitely not an easy run, but he does like a submission, does like a submission. And the big thing about Royville, he is prepared to put it on the line, right? He does not play safe. So he's going up against Rogero Bontarin, who is 17 and free, 17 and free. Now, he won his last fight, right? He was able to stop his own two-fight losing streak, which started with Ray Borg. And they've got a shared opponent because Bontarin actually lost to Cara uh, France, right? That was early 2021 in March. You know, got, got knocked out. But in his last outing, he uh, he beat Matt Schnell, and hey, he he put on a very good display. So that was in May last year. So uh, yeah, this is it's an interesting fight, right? Bontering he came via the Contender Series 2018, right? Um, won his first two fights in the UFC, you know. So this is it's an interesting one. It is very interesting. Um, I mean, Bontarin, he, he does no submissions, right? Does no submissions. He's got a few himself. I think, I, I mean, it, it's going to be a great fight. I mean, we know that. I think I'm going to go with Roy Vale. Because he needs it. He knows he needs this one. You know what I mean? And his craziness might throw Bontarine off. So that's what I'm saying. So our next fight is actually the co-main event, right? They're heavyweights. Now, it wasn't the original, right? We've had some shuffling around. But we've got Chase Sherman against Jake Collier. The heavyweights going at it. And yeah, Sherman, the vanilla gorilla, he is 15 and 8, and he's lost his last two. Lost his last two, which was, I mean, to Andre Oloski, which, you know, that was April last year. And then in August, he, he lost a decision to Parker Porter, which, if I remember rightly, Sherman was looking good early on, but he just kind of gassed, just kind of gassed, which, you know, not the best, right? Not the best. So the thing is, right, Ding. He, he came back to the UFC in May 2020, got that big win over Ike Villanera, then lost the next two, then lost the next two. So, you know, he doesn't want that to be it. 
right? He, he, he wants this new run in the promotion to be a good one, right? So, um, yeah, you know he's going to be putting it on the line, right? He's going up against a prototype, Jake Collier, who is 12 and 6, coming off a loss in his last fight. Right, which was against Carlos Felipe. It was a split decision. Um, it, yeah, it wasn't the best of fights. It wasn't the best of fights, right? So that was in June last year. Um, you know, I mean, he's been kind of basically a lot of, you know, win-loss, win-loss, right? He wants to try and put something together. Now, he has gone in there with some tough, tough dudes. Tough dudes. Lost to Devin Clark, right? Dong Yang. Lost to Tom Aspinall. Very good opponents. Did pull off a big win over Jean Vellante. You know, Marcel Fortana. Alberto Uda. You know, so he, he's, he's got some good wins. But, yeah. You know, he wants to make a statement. Sherman wants to make a statement. I'm going to say Sherman has the most riding on this. You know what I mean? He knows a loss could be it. So I'm going to say, people, Jake Sherman. <sighs> Jake Sherman gets back in the win column and, uh, yeah, Lives to ride another day. Right, right. So, people, there's gonna, there's, you know, there's a couple of fighters who want to set the record straight. Right. Last time out, it wasn't a good representation of what they can do, you know. So, those actually are the first two fights on the card in the prelims, both featherweights. Right, we've got Charles Rosa against TJ Brown. And Rosa, he came to the UFC undefeated in his pro career. You know, undefeated, right? He was um, eight, no, nine and oh, nine and oh, right? Impressive. But since being in the UFC, it's the, uh, you know, win-loss okie-cokey he's been playing. Now, those losses have been to um, very good opponents, right? Dennis Silva, Yaya Rodriguez, Shane Burgos, Bryce Mitchell. You know, if you remember that one, whew, uh, Derek Minner and uh, Damon Jackson last time out. Right, so you know, I mean, you know, Rosa wants to show what he can do, he wants to put together a streak, right? He, he doesn't want to be like, ah, I couldn't cut it really in the UFC. Um, now he's going up against TJ Brown, who uh, coming off a win in his last fight, stopping his own little bit of a bad patch. Right, so he came via the 2019 Contender Series. You know, he'd been um, doing some decent things in the in the um, 
regionals. Whew, forgot the word. Yeah. But came to UFC, lost the first two. Now, that was Jordan Griffin and Danny Chavez, right? But he got a very good win against Kai Karamaka uh, last time out in May 2021. So, I mean, this is an interesting one, right? This is an interesting one. Now, we we have seen him lose via submission, but he's also pulled off a good few submissions, right? And Rosa, very good on the ground. Um, he, you know, even though he was kind of owned by Mitchell, but it, it, it's just that, you know what I mean? It's that tier system, right? Mitchell is just very elite on the ground. So I think this is It's interesting Rosa's stand-up isn't bad either So I, I think this is going to be a fun fight ah, I mean I think I'm going to give it to Rosa You know I think I'm going to give it to Rosa But boy It is going to be a That is a fun fight So next up Right, we've got um again, it's another featherweight clash. We got Kevin Chrome against Brian Kelleher. And um, you know, Chrome, he came to the UFC um with some you know what I mean. I think there was a lot of big chalk about him, right? He uh fought Roosevelt Roberts last time out, though he really did get he did get kind of owned by Alex Carreras. You know, you thought Carreras possibly was going to finish that fight. But, um, yeah, it, it went to a decision. But, yeah, Carreras really did his thing. So, But that was early. That was February last year, man. So, Chrome has been out for a little while. It's been out for a little while. Um, you know, he, he's won via submission. Right, he's got TKOs. He's also lost via decision and TKO. So, um, you know, he does like to put it out there. Now, someone who can pack a punch is Brian Boone Kelleher, who, um, you know, got a win in his last fight, right, against Domingo Pieta. I think that was a Pieta was a, a light a little a late replacement, but it was a you know Keller was able to bounce back after a bit of a lackluster performance against Ricky Simone. In all honesty, but when you look at it, I think Keller has been in with the you know probably the the more elite opposition. Right, he's fought against the likes of um, John Lineker, Marlon Vera, Montel Jackson, Cody Stadman, you know, Simone. Right, he, he's been in there with some very good opposition. Right, got a win over Ode Osborne, who's been looking very good. Right, so. Yeah, I, I think Kelleher has the edge with this one, 
You know what I mean? I think he, he has the edge. And I think he's just going to, yeah, he's not going to get let Chrome course correct. Right? I, I think, um, yeah, Boom is going to be looking to uh, lay it down. So, yeah, I'm taking Brian Kelleher in this one. All right, so there's a couple of fights which could do very good things for the winner, right? So one is on the prelims. It's the welterweight clash between Ramiz Barajam and Kurt Majgee. And then we have Katen Kajajian against Jennifer Maya, the rematch on the main card. All right, so, um, yeah, Rami's Brahameji, he, uh, yeah, he's 9-3, and three, coming off a win in his last fight, so he lost his UFC debut. It was against Max Griffin, right? And that was the, it was a, it was a tough one as well, because, his ear just exploded. Griffin hit him with a nasty elbow. He was bloodying him up, but an elbow just blew his ear up. So that got stopped. Uh, but he bounced back extremely well, beat Sasha Pantinikov, right? Got a first round um, rear naked in August last year, right? Very good win. He is going up against the crusher, though, Colt McGee, right, 20 and 10. And there was a point, right, where I kind of thought maybe McGee was done. You know, I mean, he'd lost to Diego Lima, Sean Brady, Carlos Condon. Now, all of those, tough opposition. But I think the big thing, like, McGee just didn't look himself in those fights. But against Claudia Silva, whew, we had the old Court McGee cut, just that smothering pressure, really putting it on Silva. So that was May last year. So I think this is a very interesting one, right? So if um, Brahmaji wins this fight, oh, McGee's a huge scalp. But if McGee gets the win, it does show that, boy, this old dog, hey, he's still got it. You know what I mean? So it's definitely an interesting fight. I kind of think it just McGee's smothering style, right? If we get the old McGee, I think he gets this win. So I'm going to say McGee, although, you know what I mean? If, if, if he fights like he did against Condon and that, it's probably not going to go his way, right? But that takes us into the rematch. Interesting one, right? I, I didn't feel that this was on the horizon and they made it. I just think there's a lot of people are tied up, injuries, everything like that. But we've got Caitlin Kajajian against Jennifer Meyer. So blonde fighter, she got the win um, back in November 2019. 
right? UFC 244, Masvidal v Diaz at uh, MSG. You know, she had that win. Uh, they've actually got a few fights in common, right? So um, they both have wins over Alexi Davis and Joanna Calderwood, now Wood, right? So they both have that. And they both lost to the champ and got kind of dominated by the champ as well, Valentina Shevchenko. But Kajajian looked really good, I have to say, in her last two fights. Like, she really started using her range. You know, the jab was working well. You know, she was a lot busier than she has been sometimes. So the win over um, Cynthia Calvillo and Viviana Arugia, really good wins for Kajajian. All right. Um, so, yeah, Maya, right, she um, bounced back from a loss to Shevchenko with a win over Jessica I. That one came July last year. All right, so, um, yeah, they've both been out for a, a bit of time, you know, but they're both very experienced, very experienced. So, um, yeah, I mean, this fight, it was 2019, but I think one of the big things with this fight is it could be the jujitsu, right, because... Kajajian, you know, she fought at Submission Underground 26, where she lost to Gillian Robertson. Um, now, Gillian is very good on the ground, so there's no shame in that at all. But maybe that might be the thing. Maybe Maya is going to look to get her down and put that submission on. But I, I will say, if, if Kajajian continues how she has been fighting, right? The way she's just putting it together. I think Kagadian, um, I think she walks away 2-0 and in a series, Pete. So we have got three people making their debut on this card. And these are, whoa, three really... I'd say highly anticipated debuts, you know what I mean? And they're back to back to back, right? So headlining the prelims is the middleweight clash between Joseph Uglyman Joe against a Jamie Nightwolf Pickett. We then have got, um, actually, yeah, fuck it. Let's do that one first. But yeah, it is, he heads the prelim and then our next two, are the first two fights in the main card. But, yeah, Joseph Holmes, man, he uh, he definitely came, whew, he came with a chip on his shoulder, right? He Now, he's been really doing his thing over in LFA. He's got some very good wins. He's 7-1 and one on a seven-fight win streak. You know what I mean? Hey, Nothing to, uh, you know, in the uh, shoddy at, right? He lost his pro debut against Jordan Newman at Bellator 218. So that was March 2019. 
And since then, psh, ain't looked back. Ain't looked back. And um, yeah, submissions, right? Submissions and stoppages, all of those fights. The only one that went to a decision was a Muay Thai fight, right? All the MMA fights, though, straight stoppages, which is just very impressive. Fought twice in 2020. Um, and then, yeah, fought four, five times. Four. Yeah, five times in 2021. One of those was a Muay Thai fight, but yeah, four MMAs. Pretty good, right? And one of those fights was a, a last-minute affair, right? Last-minute affair, but he took it. You know, he was on the... Because all of these three debuts are coming from the 2021 Contender Series. So he won that fight. Won it. Rear naked choke. You know, second round. Beat Shante Barnes. But didn't get the contract. Didn't get the... But what he did get, right? Dane was like, hey, it was good. But I, I, I just need to see one more. I need to see one more. And I'll get you on a card. And if you win that, you're in. Right? He wasn't happy. He felt he should have got in. And, uh, yeah, I, I don't blame him, right? From the body of work, what we've seen, I would, I, I, you know what I mean? You think, yeah, he's in, right? But he went to Fury FC 53. First round TKO. First round TKO. Got himself into the UFC, baby. All right, got himself into the UFC. Now, he's going up against the Nightwolf, Jamie Pickett, right, who's coming, you know, via the 2020 Contender Series. And, right, shared opponent, right, because Pickett beat Javon Patty in the contender series to get into the UFC and um, Holmes beat Patty at Fury FC 53. You know what I mean? So uh, yeah, a little bit of symmetry there people. But um, you know, also Pickett, he, you know, that was his first try, right? He did the 2017 contender, lost that, did the 2019 I lost that, but came back, persevered, came back, got to UFC. Now, lost the first two fights. Lost the first. Tafon Nuwaki and Jordan Wright, but beat Leon uh, Lorino Starapoli last time out, right? So that was October last year. And, um, you know, I mean, he looked good. Jamie Pickett is a very good opponent, but I just think Holmes, he's going to, you know, you know, he's going to have that chip on his shoulder, but also, also people, all those finishes, he, his submission game is there. 
And you know what I mean? Getting a, a TKO in his last fight, he knows the stand up is isn't shabby. So yeah, I, I think Holmes walks away with the win. I think Holmes walks away with the win. You know what I mean? So uh, next up, right, our first fight on the main card, we have got um, Joanderson Brito making his debut against Bill Algo, featherweight division clash. And, um, yeah, Brito, again, you know, 2021 contender series. He is 12-2-1 on an 11-fight win streak. A little crazy, right? So he beat Diego Lopez um, to get that UFC contract, right? Before that, he, uh, you know, got his first-round stoppage. Early, 44 seconds, LFA, 85, no, 65, beat Jose Mascal. All right, so, um, yeah, he's got TKOs, he's got submissions, you know, like, and a mixture, a, a pretty even mixture, people. So, you know, he is no slouch. But... Senior Perfecto, uh, Billy Aljo, right? He is no slouch either. He's 14 and 6. Now, he's coming off a loss in his last fight, right? Which was against Ricardo Ramos. And that was, you know what I mean? It was a close fight. That was a close fight. But Aljo, you know what I mean? He, um, he brings it, right? He, he definitely brings it. Definitely brings it, right? He is a contender series vet. He lost, but he, he persevered, got a, got a win, and got a, a, a late call-up to the UFC. So, um, you know, he trains um, at Sarah BJJ sometimes, right? So, um, you know, we know he's no slouch. We know he's no slouch. And he's probably had this stiffer competition, right? So, um, yeah, I, I think, oh, man, this is, it's a tough, oh, Jesus, this is such a tough fight. Such a tough fight. Um, I mean, fuck. I, you know what, I think. Think, I think I'm gonna go Brito. Those submissions, man. You know what I mean? Those submissions. Yeah, I, I, I think I'm gonna go Brito. So then our next fight is a lightweight clash. Dakota Bush is going up against the newcomer, right? Um, Viscal Vis Vac. Vakeslav Broshakev. And, and this dude is he's pretty fucking funny, right? Slava Claus. You know? Now, he's uh, 
he's a um, alpha male, right? Fights out of alpha male. One of the tallest people at alpha male as well, I'd imagine. <laughs> Being 5'11". But yeah, he's he's 5 and 1 on a free fight win streak. And boy, <laughs> he's looked good, right? So he's been doing his thing at Titan. Had two very good finishes there. Got onto the contender and, yeah, put Chris Duncan to sleep in the second round, man. And did a jig afterwards. <laughs> so, yeah. You know, um, he, yeah, he can definitely finish. Can definitely finish, you know. Um, and his, his sole pro loss was a split decision. Was a split decision at LFA at 96. Right? So, um, yeah, he's going up against uh, Dakota Bush, right? Who is tough as hell. He's 8-3. and three. Now, he's coming off a loss in the last one, which was a late call-up was a late call-up, and that took place in April last year. Before that, two very good wins in um, LFA, both first round, right? So, I mean, the Bush is tough. Bush is definitely tough. I think he is, he will put himself out there. Right, we'll put now he's very good with the submissions, but Salaba he has got that one punch knockout power. Right. Um, you know he trains submissions being an alpha male. And yeah, I, I think Slavaclaws gets it done. I think Slavaclaws pulls out the win, but boy, these debuts. I cannot wait. Cannot wait for these, man. Great fight. Hey, so headlining the card. It's a featherweight clash between Calvin Cater and Giga Cadezi, which, I mean, this is a great main event. Ninja Giga Cadezi, right? Former glory kickboxer. He's 14 and 2 in MMA on a nine fight win streak. I mean, right? That's not bad at all. It's not bad at all. Right? Oh, man. And he's had some great fights, great kickboxing fights, man. Definitely enjoyed those. Former glory champion as well, right? Former glory champion, people. And, um, yeah, he's, uh, you know, he's MMA fights. He's had some good ones. So he lost in the 2018 Contender Series to Austin Sprinter, right? Lost that fight. That was June 2018. But since then, you know, went went away. Went on the regionals, 
won a couple and then got called up to the UFC. I think it was a late replacement, but he got called up and um, yeah, did his thing. Right. So he, he started off with a couple of split decisions. Right. Then a couple of just straight decisions. And then, and so the thing is, he's always saying, hey, I, I you know what I mean? And we've seen he's he finished fights, finished a lot of kickboxing fights. So we knew he could, right? And he was like, it's coming. It is coming. And he'd been telling us about a giga kick. And boy, <laughs> against Jeremy Stevens, he showed that, right? So that was in November 2020, beat Jeremy Stevens, did the same to Cub Swanson, both first rounds, right? Cub was last year. And, you know, Stevens and Cub, both very good. But a lot of people are thinking, all right, but they are elder statesmen in the UFC. Could he do the same against someone who um has kicks too has very good kicks good jujitsu good striking so he went up against Edson Barboza and whew, oh my days I mean you know looks like he might sub Barboza a couple of times but then just put him away Put him away. And that win, I really think that win just elevated Kadezi, elevated him. So it gives him this great fight against Calvin Cader. And listen, Calvin Cader, right, is a, he's a killer. He's 22 and 5. You know what I mean? Now, we haven't seen him since the Max Holloway fight. Right, the first fight on ABC, Fight Island, and Holloway put on a performance. Now, Kader, he, he didn't take backward steps. He kept on coming, he kept on trying, which I think speaks volumes, right? Speaks volumes. But before that, man, like, had a war with Dan Eke, beat Dan Eke. Like, stopped Jeremy Stevens. You know what I mean? Looked very good. Ricardo Lamos, Chris Fishgold, right? Shane Burgos, Andre Feely. You know, some great wins, right? Now, he, yes, he, he lost as a beat, right? But in that fight, he came back in that last round, right? And was putting it on the beat, you know? What like if that fight had gone slightly longer, Cater's winning that fight, right? So I think Cater has shown that he's a warrior and he's he's one of the elite for sure. I think the one big thing of this fight is the kicks because Cater don't really kick, you know, few leg kicks, but Giger is the one with the kicks, and we've seen. The placement, right? The the way uh, Giga can just uh, rip to the body, 
So despite them, is a to- it is a toss-up, right? It could go either way, which I know, I know. There is no science in that, people. I know. But it, 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 literally, if these, if these motherfuckers fought 10 times, it, it's, it's going to be different. It's going to be different each time. You know, it's one of those fights. On this occasion, I might say Giga, right? I might say Giga. Just he, he fought twice last year, right? And I think, as I said, it's the kicks. It that it's that kick placement. He knows where to place them to shut your kidneys down. And I, I, I just think, you know, because you know, Caden's gonna bring it. He's gonna bring that pressure, and he could knock out Kadeze for sure. But it's just, oh, if Kadeze hits him with one of those fucking kidney shots, whew, we've seen what it does. And, yeah, that is a big possibility. So I'm going to say Giga, but it's a great fight. It's a great fight, people. So, yeah, it's a great fight on a on a very fun card. I cannot. So there we go, right? A load of great fights, man. Cannot wait to get into this. You know what I mean? Like, listen, COVID has interfered, but still, two great cards, man. And what a way to end. Keita v. Chagazi. It's going to be great, and we're going to break it down for you. So, um, yeah, cat, you know, the recap. Monday? Probably Monday. <laughs> All right, people, enjoy the fights and the weekend.